mind as it sings up to something no one can claim to see. Spiritual presence in the ghettos of an invisible monarchy. No, wrapped too tightly, fanatical bundles left under a dying tree. Spiritual presence in the ghettos of an invisible monarchy. Don't ever trust a doctrine that allows no questioning. When less you understand something, no firmly you believe. If your God knows the outcome, what fun is it watching a rerun when the world is your TV? Northampton and Greater World. <laughs> this is your wake-up call. Are you shaking it? I'm shaking it. Oh, my God. You've been listening to the soothing sounds of Shakazoba. And in the studio with us today, we have Wendell and Hodges from Shakazoba. And, uh, <laughs> Not just from Shakazoba, but they, they bring Shakazoba. Yeah. They are Shakazoba. They're the, they're the spinal column of Shakazoba. Ooh, I don't know if the rest of the band's listening to this right now. <laughs> and you are listening to Vegan I'm Radio. I'm sure they are. Vegan we, Radio. <laughs> now they know who the real stars are. <laughs> we, we bring only the real yeah. stars. Without you guys, studio. the whole band would fall apart. Yeah. <laughs> Derek's you not reading glue. from the index cards we brought in, we swear, guys. The glue holding Shakazoba <laughs> yeah. together. We're sticky stuff. And you're listening to uh, <laughs> Vegan Radio. In today's show, we're going to talk about uh, Shaka Zoba and some upcoming events with the Vegan Bus and some Vegan Bus uh, mechanical talk with Wendell, our grease monkey. <laughs> dance, monkey, dance! <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, wow. and we're also going to have some clips from the New York Vegetarian... New York's Capital Region Vegetarian Expo. Good job, Derek. <laughs> it was a hot event. We were there with the vegan bus. We showed it off. They showed it was what they had. Everybody had a great time. And you'll be amazed that this one Shaka Zoba song is going to last through our whole show. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually just the intro. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. They're just getting warmed up here. <clears throat> so, uh, <clears throat> how's the Afrobeat Nation these days, guys? Oh, it's 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 right on. <laughs> it's rocket, man. <laughs> We're actually doing some really um, good stuff at practices. We haven't been playing out a lot because we've been working on the album and focusing a lot on our original material and just getting everything really well rehearsed. So everything's going really good, and we're just coming up with a lot of good ideas. The the band right now is just, I mean, we've gone, we've, we've had a lot of members come and go through through our project because it's such a, requires so many musicians. Um because there's there's so many parts that need to be um, fulfilled in Afrobeat. But and if uh, you can't hack it, you're gone. Exactly. You're gone. You're out of here. We got a good core group now, and we're coming up with some really great stuff. And we're psyched to be playing out at uh, Bishop's Lounge this Friday. And we're just gonna, you know, rock a zoba. Rock a zoba. <laughs> Stealing my line. They'll actually be pushing back the walls to make more room for people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's not gonna be much room for the crowd the bar once out. you get your band in there. Yeah. So get there early. Ten o'clock, people. <laughs> There's only, on there's only room Pleasant for three Street. extra people besides the no, band. So. On, on Pearl Street, right? Strong. Strong? I don't know. It's somewhere in Northampton. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's across from the Tunnel Bar. Okay. <laughs> Everyone knows where that is, right? It's that little street. We've had people call in and say, give an address. So yeah. I just want to be, wanna be specific. MapQuest Bishop's Lounge. Google Bishop's. Yeah. yeah I could probably Google it for The us. best porch in Northampton. Why don't you guys uh, tell us about what Afrobeat is for our listeners that aren't... I think that's a good idea. Well... I'm going to start talking, and then Wendell's looking, too, so he's going to finish what I'm saying. Um, <clears throat> you guys are like an old couple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like the odd couple. <laughs> <laughs> he's Felix. He's definitely Felix. <laughs> Anyways, um, which means happy in Greek, I believe. So, um, yeah, uh, Afrobeat is a style of music created by uh, Fela Kuti and um, Tony Allen in the 70s, or early 70s, late 60s, uh, in Nigeria. He was originally, Fela Kuti was originally a high-life player. Uh, who started uh, incorporating James Brown rhythms on top of his African beats, or these African beats that Tony Allen, his drummer, came up with. And it created this whole new genre of music and uh, blew up from there. And it's only now, probably the last 10 years, if maybe less, um, 
made its way into this country. But I mean, Afrobeat's been around for you know since the seventies. It was big in Europe, last, you know, about twenty years ago. It slowly made its way over here, and um, yeah, that's what I have to say about that. Um, and Wendell, let's see what he has to add. Tell us about the political side of uh, us. Yeah. Of Afrobeat and the um, the secret conspiracies. And are you the <laughs> only the Afrobeat band in in the in this town? I believe in this town. Um, there's another Afrobeat band in Massachusetts in Boston called Boston Afrobeat Society. Okay. Uh, their name doesn't compare to yours. Let me tell you that much. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Annie Ballas is a, is another really big Afrobeat name. They're out of Brooklyn and they really revolutionized the style of music. They're doing some really innovative stuff with with Afrobeat, and they're actually what the the band probably that inspired me most. Um, well, Fela Kuti, of course, but uh, Annie Ballas, what they were doing, seeing them at Pearl Street, and and they they just put on a great show. Very, uh, it's like you know layered rhythms, a lot of a lot of different uh, rhythm polyrhythms happening, and basically creating a platform for getting political awareness out to the masses um you create a, a solid groove and, and kind of get people you know really get people fo- dancing get people dancing really focused and then you on can the music them. Yeah. exactly and then enhance them with the political message exactly yes. so fela kuti especially i mean he was uh, anti-colonialist in africa speaking out against the um oil companies and all the corporations that were coming into lagos the capital of nigeria and is that where they make legos <laughs> I knew that was coming, <laughs> and I was dreading it. I really was. Well, that, that's where a lot of that's where a lot of our oil comes from is oh. Nigeria. That's how they make the plastic for Legos. Exactly. So you know, he 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 grew growing up there. You witnessed, uh, you know, a, a tremendous number of people just in poverty. Yet their country was just being totally raped by the oil cor- corporations and other corporations that were coming in and. and westernizing their their um their community so he spoke out about it and the best way was through bringing positive um energy which you know can be attained very easily by creating um rhythmic you know music very rhythmic and beautiful music so what things have you guys been speaking to politically in your music oh god and and when is the next the vegan Afrobeat song coming out? Oh, the vegan oh. Afrobeat! I'm waiting for that one, Hodges. I gotta <laughs> tell you, <laughs> maybe ch- then you can get the date. I channeled. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm working on it right now. <laughs> I'm gonna do a little. No, um, so well, what we've been speaking out against is our current situation uh, <laughs> uh, happening in this country. Um, everything that's happening now and everything we foresee happening. Uh, we, we, I mean, we attack all the types of things. We attack organized religion, organized government, government in general. I'm personally an anarchist myself. Uh, that's the part where you guys go, ooh. Wow. A, <laughs> vegan anarchist. There's still an anarchist in the world. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's Hodges. That <laughs> yeah. n- does, doesn't necessarily represent all the band members' views, but uh, <laughs> we, we all have a bunch of, you know, open-minded views about the political Well, who writes system. the words? Well, anarchy is the basis <laughs> for all political thought, man. Hodges Don't you realize? Hodges writes most of the words. How, <laughs> you know. Um, <laughs> however, the music is, you know, uh, is compiled. It's over. part of the revolution. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we, sure. we give voices. To, I mean, we're, we're group leadership. The, that's the way the band's run. There's no one particular leader. Collective. Yeah, collective. So we're, do you have any, like, group, um, like, Republicans in the band that, like, actually try to censor your words or anything? Actually, I'm thinking about <laughs> becoming a Republican really? and voting for Ron Paul. Ron Paul. I think Ron Paul's wow. the man. He's really good. you got to oh, check yeah? him out. Yeah. Wow. That's, um, that's breaking news here on Vegan. Yeah, that's – I don't know how I feel about He's that. He's a constitutional Republican. Well, you, if you In listen to sense. anything he says, it's right up your alley, I'm sure. I mean, he, he talks out, uh, speaks out against um, governments, you know, uh, surveillance and, and all that unconstitutional behavior that our government's engaged in right now. He speaks out loudly, and he has a really good track record of, of um, voting for the right stuff. He's really like, you know, he got attacked by Giuliani and the rest of them at the debates. Uh, people are just like, don't know what to make of him because... Yeah, they don't consider him a Republican, but he actually stands for all the you know Republican, Republican values. Which but he is a bit insular. He's a, he's for pulling out of a lot of our treaties. Pulling hey, out. He wants to like you know get rid of the uh, 
a lot of the big government bureaucracies like the Department of Education, the IRS, like Homeland Security, all that stuff, mm. like just abolish it. I'm down. <laughs> I'm down. I'm not down. And the next, and the next Afrobeat song is going to be about that. I think. Sorry, uh, I thought we were all behind Kusina chair. I think. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Well, vegan that. radio. Honestly, I think we need a third party in there. I think we have nothing but uh, capitalist candidates, and I think we need a third party. Ralph Nader. The vegan bus party. I think. Dennis Kucinich, man, he's. Oh, don't down if he was the, the only vegan option. <laughs> Get to know Dennis. He wants a peace cabinet. Cool. For have you seen his wife? <laughs> I have. It's good to be vegan. I have. Yeah, <laughs> don't worry about it. Um, All right, Hodges. That's why I'm here. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm sorry. I don't know what this is. Hodges, get a hold of yourself. Politics, politics, You're going to upset our feminist uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Believe you, me. I'm the big, my mother was a woman. <laughs> I'm half yeah, woman. My mother was a woman. God, <laughs> I, I am a feminist. Turn to politics <laughs> yeah, yeah, sooner yeah, yeah. or later. <laughs> I like to make it. politics sexy. Is what it all comes down to. You got to sex it up and sell it. Yeah, it's a fine line. <laughs> I try to get. I've been walking it for a long time. <laughs> What's not sexy about domination you have and submission? Been yeah, off exactly. of the line for about ten years, Derek. Oh. Give me a break. Are we even on the air right now? You guys <laughs> are screwing with us. <laughs> you should have seen me before uh, ten years. It's true. I whipped you into shape. There's like five conversations going on at the same time. Right now. That's the best way to do it. You know? Yeah, we just let the people sort it out. Yeah. <laughs> like well, we're anarchists that way. Everyone can get their exactly. Own That's what I'm talking about. No one voice here, people on vegan radio. The bottom line is just go vegan. You know, everything beyond that is will fall into place. Yeah, yeah. Word. See, I think Wendell likes Ron Paul because he's not vegan yet. Well, I like <laughs> I like Ron Paul. I think Kusinich has a lot of good ideas. Yeah, um, but yeah. fact of the matter is, we need to be focusing on the grassroots here. Um, music, anything happening in our local communities, this radio station, anything happening on a local level is where the actual change is going to happen. Obviously, amen. You cannot rely on these guys to change Kevin? our world because oh, yeah. they're all <laughs> in it for the same agenda, and that is basically, you know, uh, moving towards a, a one world global government that's what this is all about and that's yeah. that's the main thing i think we're trying to raise awareness about is the fact that it's consolidation of power happening left and right yeah and we need to to slow that down stop it and just keep things on a local take level take the power back take take it back to the yeah. local level so we can make take our own back, decisions y'all. you know that's that's what it's always been it's been a struggle <laughs> for independence and and local um community based decision making bring that shit in What he just said. What he just said. (laughs) Amen. You're the man. (laughs) Hallelujah. (laughs) Stop mic blocking. All right. Stop (laughs) mic blocking. There's a lot of mic blocking going on over here. Okay. So um, we have to move on to some other subjects, I think. (laughs) Let's see. Let's talk about the vegan bus. (laughs) (laughs) Wendell was our grease mechanic for the vegan bus. He did our grease conversion. That's right. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're very grateful. We have an event coming up to... Raise money for the vegan bus. That's true, too. This Wednesday. Halloween party. Not this Wednesday. Oh, next Wednesday. Nope, not next Wednesday. <laughs> oh, no. I'm, I'm off. <laughs> Halloween okay. night is okay. the 31st. It's a, <laughs> two weeks from yesterday. <laughs> I had a little too much coffee, listeners. <laughs> and uh, it's Halloween night from 7 to midnight at Cafe Evolution, which is in Florence on 22 Chestnut Street. 
the spookiest vegan cafe in Florence. The bus, the vegan bus is going to be there, a haunted bus. We're going to give haunted bus rides. Okay, so there is going to be a ride. Somebody was asking me today. There's oh, yes, yeah, so you ride. think you're scared now. <laughs> wait, wait till, till Derek Goodwin is bus. driving the vegan yeah, yeah. bus. <laughs> That's going to be scary. Wow. We're going to have the ghosts of all the animals that people have eaten on there. No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you should do that. Can you do that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought about, well, about you know. Bales of hay. Can we make like a haunted <laughs> hay ride? Yeah, ba- bales of hay and <laughs> sneezing. Carcasses and of. Allergies. You know, fake carcasses. I want real Full carcasses. Uh, wait, no, I mean, real fake ones is what I meant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Genuine imitation. Or if we, I mean, if we could get real animal ghosts, that would be good. But, but eBay. No, we're, eBay. We're, we're, that's not. That's not what we're really going to do. That's neither here nor there. (laughs) (laughs) The main, the other things that are going to happen, we're going to have fire dancing. We're going to have hula hooping with Sass Master Labonte. What's her name? Hoopmaster Sass. That's right. We're going to have a fiendish (laughs) uh, beauty pageant. Fiendish booty pageant. Booty pageant. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, can I enter? I got dimples oh, when no. I smile. And we're going to have a costume contest, of course. And um, within that, there's going to be a, a drag queen um, element. And uh, there's one guy named Kevin that wants to come on. And um, we're going to wax him. <laughs> I mean, people I can know. pay money to tear strips of wax of his hair off his body, oh, that's and that's an and that's drag queen. <laughs> oh, that's, that's, scary. that's drag queen, drag king. That's drag queen, drag king. All are welcome. All are welcome. Yes, whatever your drag is. I hope that's all made up. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I was digging it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we're gonna try to auction Hodges off again. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so if anyone could bid more than twenty dollars, <laughs> yeah. twenty-five. Oh, oh, you're still stuck in the twenty-five. There was like married couples in the room. Let I it think, go. Let it, it go. Was, that was trash. That was trash. Let it go. Everyone had spent all their money by then. That's what happened. Yeah, totally. If they knew you were going to be auctioned, they would have saved their money. So true. A vegan pizza and stuff like that. Yeah, bring your own. It's gonna be. A, it's gonna be a lot of fun. We want you there. It's going to be so much fun. Yeah. You're not going to be able to believe it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, we're going to have – there's a new uh, big screen TV in uh, the cafe too, so we're going to play some scary movies on there. Yeah. That's right. We're going to dub our own. It's going to be happening. It's a place to be. Halloween night. We'll dub in our own sound though. Dubbing our own sound. Yeah, but once again, the, oh, at, and the Kennedys. The Kennedys are going to be playing there. Oh my God! If you haven't seen the Kennedys, yet. Kennedys are a local kind of fiddle bluegrass band that hula hoops while fiddle blue, bluegrass. I don't think so. Oh, no, right, right. They do get your hoop on. Is this get your hoop on? Yeah, yeah. Oh she yeah, does, check out that she video. Do <laughs> she does like ukulele playing while she's hula hooping? Yeah, well, that's just one aspect. That's of right. They, I saw them at the <laughs> yeah. basement, and they rocked out, and then uh, then it caught them what's over at Sam's like, on Scott? the Monday you've, Night Jam, and they rocked out again. What, what's their music like? Uh, it is solid. Uh, you know, uh, everything from rock, you know, straight up rock and roll to uh, blues to uh, you know, borderline country country western. I mean, um, and they, I was they talking to uh, Pete, the drummer and guitar player. I don't know. He does a few things, but he said people could bring uh, instruments and they're going to have like a, you know, you can jam with them after they've done a, their own little set. Yeah. They've got the mojo. They can they can jam with anybody. So we might have a little Shakazoba element there, you know, Wendell and Hodges busting out. <laughs> Shakazoba playing with the Kennedys. That just sounds... <laughs> wow. Shaka Kennedy. That sounds... This is going to be a profound <laughs> experience, yeah. Halloween this is night. mind blowing. This is going to be the culmination of all the vegan bus parties put together into this oh last God. amazing. Stacked. Wow. Like layers. <laughs> <laughs> Any uh, words about the grease conversion you want to tell us about, Wendell? Um, well, it went pretty smooth. It took about three days or so. And uh, just a lot of, you know, Switching fuel lines, you know, hooking up, uh, teeing in the coolant lines, getting the new uh, computer system, uh, computer LED um, module hooked up. That yeah, that's my favorite part. Yeah, that's that's really <laughs> fun. Sounding very you you tell the, technical. Can you tell our listeners just more of a basic how how a grease system yeah, works? Basically, any diesel vehicle will will convert to grease. Um, I mean, technically, you could put grease right into your tank, but I would not suggest that because grease basically coagulates, and what you'll end up doing, unless you're in really hot 
temperatures, <clears throat> like down in the tropics, um, you'll end up clogging up your lines. So you basically hook up a uh, you 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 basically modify it so it has a auxiliary fuel tank which um, holds the vegetable oil and some valves that switch between diesel and vegetable oil and you need to tee in the coolant into the coolant lines to basically run coolant back to the vegetable oil tank and what that does is it um, circulates in the tank through these copper coils and that heats the oil so the key is to have the oil hot so it doesn't coagulate and so it, it it's um, viscous enough to to act um, like, like diesel like diesel and but basically uh, Rudolph diesel the person who invented the diesel engine his when he um, came up with his invention he intended it to run on uh, biofuel fuel uh, oil pressed from plants and the idea was you know, uh, it would be ideal for for farmers around the world to be able to produce their own crops and run all their own farm equipment off their crops. And wow. yeah, so if you, I mean, you can just Google Rudolf Diesel and, and really easily find a, a rundown of of his life. And so, what happened? The man took him out. <laughs> How did it all go down well, so quickly? Basically. Uh, his his invention was um, well the diesel engine because because of how it works under super intense compression has a lot more torque than a regular uh, gasoline engine therefore it has the ability to run more powerful equipment such as um, you know heavy machinery uh, ships and um, tractor trailers tra- tractor trailers but school buses but back in back <laughs> back when it first came out the the Germans really wanted the um, wanted the the to use the engine for to run submarines and their na- navy fleet. So they went to uh, Rudolf Diesel and, and wanted his his patent for that. And he was in the middle of selling it to, I believe, to American uh, companies at the time. And so the German Navy really wanted it, but didn't quite get it from him. So he had himself a little accident. Uh, he he basically got on a ship and didn't get off the other end. Um, they say it was a suicide, but you know it's pretty questionable. And then, sure enough, shortly after that, the German Navy employs that technology. They killed him. The, well, I I wasn't around. <laughs> You're here but, first, people. <laughs> <laughs> Rudolph Diesel dead. Yeah, yeah. Well, basically, his his idea was uh, the the idea of growing um, your own fuel. Kind of threatened the petroleum companies because so when Ford Motors and um, the petroleum companies basically got when when the engine was being popularized, they they were worried about that being a poss- possibility. So they basically created diesel, which is basically a less refined version of gasoline. And um, so the initial diesel, which what's his name? Rudolf, Rudolf Diesel. Rudolf Diesel created. Is, he, was very different. It, well, Sorry, it, it was I am paying attention. It basically yeah. runs. Off. I just different. piped down. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Mike yeah, you, you can you can run it off. He, he when he um, d- demonstrated at the convention in Paris, I forget 1902 or something like that, maybe earlier. Um, he he ran it off peanut oil. Wow. Yeah, so that was the idea. And then once Ford Motors and the petroleum companies got hold of it, they. Yeah, basically used a petroleum product and basically buried the the knowledge of it being able to run off oil, uh, biofuel, swept it under the rug, and then for you know not until the early '80s did did we um, well the, actually the di- the diesel engine wasn't even used much except for in large uh, on large um, machines such as you know ships and uh, manufacturing. Um, so we didn't see it in automobiles. Uh, until like the well, it was it was being used in the '60s by a few companies, but it really became popular in the early '80s as a result of the um, 1978 uh, fuel uh, oil 
uh, oil embargo in the United States. Yeah. It's another classic case of the man bringing us down, Wendell. Another conspiracy theory from Wendell, too. But it's burgeoning now. I see, like, grease car stickers everywhere. Well, yeah. um, Oh, my gosh. I went into a ton of places trying to find some oil in Northampton, and it's all being given Uh, to... They said it was contracted out. They're like, sorry, it's contracted out. I'm like, contracted out to who? What the yeah, heck I, is going I, on here? I never thought I'd be calling myself an oil tycoon. but <laughs> <laughs> A grease tycoon. I, real quick, I, I would like to give uh, uh, some props to Grease Car, um, which is located in East Hampton. They do put out a really excellent kit. It's, it's, um, I've installed several kits, and they're the, they're the easiest and the most efficient kit out there where they work. Uh, extremely well, and they have affordable a price. Big, uh, big one for our bus. Yep, and the one, the one, uh, the engine. system we installed in the vegan bus was um, special because it had a, a new, some new valves that basically allowed more fuel to pass through them, um, which is partially the reason why your trip, you know, went so well was because. You know, there's a lot of fuel being pumped through. As well as through. it went. <laughs> it, sure, it sure did I mean, go quick. We missed our last show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, I'm an optimist. Uh, no, the, the vegetable part of it went very well. Well, yeah. we only made a list of the things that went wrong. We didn't make a big list of all the things that went right. Yes, we did. Did we? Yeah. Are you sure? It wasn't as big as the one that went wrong. <laughs> oh. Okay. Well, good. It was a, <laughs> we overcame so many adversities. I felt like a superhero by the end. Well, I am a superhero, actually. <laughs> yes, wow, wearing a cape right now. <laughs> <laughs> Captain yeah, wh- Grease. What's up with the spandex, dude? <laughs> yeah. I just wanted you guys to I really to thought see that was package. a poor choice this morning. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so uh, maybe we'll just segue into another little Shaka Zoba song, and then number three, Wendell says, number three. Is there a conspiracy behind this song? Or this, this song yeah, kind of. This song's called Habeas Corpus. Uh, we figured no one else was using that title right now, so we would. <laughs> uh, Come on. Uh, I'm clever. Um, uh, yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> that's where we're at. <laughs> mm. I feel my suspension of disbelief emerging. Oh, yeah, baby. I can feel the groove. Focus, focus, habeas corpus, nice here, now you don't. Hocus, focus, habeas corpus, nice here, now you don't. Hocus, focus, habeas corpus, nice here, now you don't. Hocus, focus, habeas corpus, nice here, now you don't. The command is the pop again, habeas corpus, nice here, now you don't. The command is the pop again, habeas corpus, nice here, now you don't. The command is the pop again, habeas corpus, nice here, now you don't. Man is the pop again in the fall edition. Capitalism is a magic cult, a human sacrifice. 
Hocus pocus, fingers corpus, now you see it, now you don't. Hocus pocus, fingers corpus, now you see it, now you don't. Hocus pocus, fingers corpus, now you see it, now you don't. Hocus pocus, fingers corpus, now you see it, now you don't. GOP, but the GMO, on a crop on the top of a Capitol Hill. Only one way to kill weeds like these, to help the doses with the people's GDT. You gotta stop making excuses and stop making noise before the world will know it's just damn to destroy. Hocus pocus, habeas corpus, now you see it, now you don't. Hocus pocus, habeas corpus, now you see it, now you don't. Hocus pocus, habeas corpus, now you see it, now you don't. Hocus pocus, habeas corpus, now you see it, now you don't. I'll leave just running with the bull. Okay. Fists up and down Capitol Hill again. Any minute ready to let the cutters spill again. And this to them business as usual. You see, the devil's greatest trick on man is convincing us that he doesn't exist. And the magicians sworn in never to reveal his secrets. Not smoking guns, but smoking bears. Open sesame and abracadabra. And they convince us because they can. Northampton, are you dancing? <laughs> I know I am. WXOJLP Northampton, you're listening to Vegan Radio, and that's Shakazoba. What's the name of that song? Uh, it's Habeas Corpus. Hocus Pocus, Habeas Corpus. Now you see it, now you don't. Exactly. Yeah. Those are some massive lyrics, man. All right. Somebody had to use those words. Nice spandex. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we've got the, the founding member of Shakas over here. Uh, you know this this band has taken so many turns that it's just that that's not that doesn't even matter it's it's just i didn't mean to call you a member oh shocks <laughs> and uh wendell and hodges from shakazoba in the studio they're playing friday night at bishop's lounge around ten thirty. bishop's lounge is on strong avenue in northampton massachusetts mm-hmm. home of the vegan bus. <laughs> 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 All right. It's partly true. So um, we, Scott and I, uh, I guess it was about a month ago, uh, September 15th, 2007, we took the vegan bus to, what was that? Saratoga, Saratoga Springs. Saratoga <laughs> Springs. Wow. That's right. Home of, the, um, home of the spring water. Get it together. New York's Capital Region Vegetarian Expo. It's a long, long journey. Title. It is a long, a long title. Journal. It was a long journey. And, long uh, journal. And we had... Long journey. We had a fun for a long time, and it was great. Um, we had fun for a long time. <laughs> and it was great. <laughs> wow. Yeah. May- maybe maybe just go to those clips that you have. Okay, we have some clips. The person who helped organize this was named Kristen, and um, we're going to play 
a clip from her first. I'm here on the vegan bus with Kristen. Hello. Hello. <laughs> and you helped organize the expo? That's correct. I primarily did the marketing and advertising and then helped get a few of the vendors as well. And you're the one who found us, right? I did, yes. And you just said, we've got to have Vegan Radio cover this? I did. I had a couple people recommend you and oh, they really? raved about the station and uh, <laughs> all your online stuff. So I checked it out and I thought it sounded like a great idea and you're actually one of the first places I contacted. So I'm really wow. glad that you came. Who, who was this? Um, just random friends. Really? Yeah. You can't I can't disclose their names? No. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Actually, um. yes. She's in love with you. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you should put that on. <laughs> I'll edit that part out. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't want my other fans to get uh, jealous. Yeah. Um, so what? tell us about how this all came about. Well, a little over a year ago, we went to an expo in Syracuse, New York, and it kind of sparked an idea because we didn't have anything like that in the central New York area. Um, or sure, upstate. So we decided that we would like to put something together. There's about seven of us that formed a group, uh, became the Albany Vegetarian Network, and we've had monthly meetings and just been planning it for about a year. So the group formed around the expo? Yes. Oh, that's, that's exactly pretty cool. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was wondering who the group was because I hadn't heard of them before either. Yeah. Pretty new. Yeah. Not that I'm down with everything in Albany, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think many people are, but hopefully this will become something that you'll be Yeah, down <laughs> you guys have got quite a scene here. Are you happy yeah. with the turnout? Yeah, I'm really happy with it. We weren't sure what to expect, obviously, because it was our first one, um, but I think we had a really good turnout. And Have you been keeping track of numbers or wait till? Um, we're kind of trying to figure that out towards the end. We do have someone that's kind of in charge of doing that, so we haven't bothered them yet. They're very busy. <laughs> nice. So you have kind of an eco-friendly thing going here. You have the we do. We're trying to cover biodegradable bags. Exactly. We're trying to cover three topics, which is environmentalism, animal welfare, and healthy lifestyle, which to us means vegetarianism or veganism. So we're trying to bring all three of those aspects together today. Are you planning next year's event already? Or we've been talking about it. Yeah, I think we'll probably have a you know. A meeting after this and figure out who wants to do it and who's too scared to do it again yeah <laughs> all that stuff but I, I think we'll probably definitely make this an annual event so hopefully more than one day too yeah so. oh that'd be good yeah then we can camp <laughs> in the vegan bus overnight there you go <laughs> <laughs> we'll have the after party oh absolutely yeah. <laughs> we'll have this thing really decked out by then. <laughs> party in the vegan bus <laughs> <laughs> is there anything else you want to say the billions of vegan radio listeners around the world? Well, if you didn't make it this year, I hope you can come next year and keep an eye out on nyvegetarianexpo.org for details for next year. All right. You're listening to Valley Free Radio, WXOJ LP, Northampton, 103.3 FM. This is Vegan Radio. Vegan Radio. And we are talking about New York's Capital Vegetarian Regional Expo. <laughs> You're never <laughs> going to get it right. They're going to be changing the name soon to Vegpo. Vegpo. Just to make it easier. Vegpo. Vegpo. <laughs> N-Y-C-R-V-E. Whoa. It's too much. It's too much for me. You're too much for me. What's up next, kid? <laughs> up next? Oh, well, any comments on that? You guys were all talking amongst no. yourselves. We were talking <laughs> about true. what they were talking about. Oh, you were? What were you talking about? We were talking about Wendell and Hodge's new <laughs> radio show. Wendell and Hodge's have been inspired by Vegan Radio to start their own <laughs> show. To start our own show. It's going to be called Inside Jobs. <laughs> it's going to be called Wadges. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Takazoba. <laughs> Earth Wadges. <laughs> all right. So you guys are, you got some conspiracy theories going. We get a, we get a lot of stuff. That's on. great. Yeah. I love conspiracy theories. We're really, really paranoid people. We have anxiety <laughs> dreams. Like I don't know how business. you go outside. The, the <laughs> government must be after you guys. Wait, Wendell's got something to say. There must be hitmen everywhere. <laughs> what do you think the conspirators think of the term conspiracy theory? Um, it probably makes them laugh. Gives them joy. Well, yeah, the fact that it's been Lens turned into pejorative ears, now uh, instead of you know because a conspiracy theory is really it kind of takes know. the edge off of it. Yeah, and I know. Uh, maybe it makes it seem like a, maybe it's time a, a new word came along. Of the truth. Well, I, yeah, I, I think the term conspiracy theory has kind of been discredited by the mainstream media. Mm. You know, to make people who have any alternate view of the uh, establishment, you know, sound wacky by calling it a conspiracy theory. When really, a conspiracy theory is you know could just be analyzing the behaviors of how institutions and governments work. 
I agree. Yeah. I think it's kind of no like calling, calling well, they do vegans, that to everything. Yeah. Calling vegans strict vegetarians. Like they're so strict. They're crazy. They're like they're they're on the edge. It's the same thing. It's like trying or to paint rights. this think they're crazy, better than us. This animal crazy picture activists. of something just because you're not following along yeah, it's a way to, with the mainstream. It's a way to discredit it for sure. Definitely. Well, we're sorry about that. Amen, brother. I'll never say Hallelujah. conspiracy theory again. Or should I? Yeah. Say it, but just say it in <laughs> a different confused. way. Or should I? Okay. <laughs> You've confused us, Wendell. <laughs> Wendell, what should I do? Wendell, tell me. <laughs> Maybe you should just have like an advice column kind yeah, of like like a radio call show. Ask Wendell. <laughs> like, like, yeah, call in, ask uh, if ask something Wendell. happened was an inside job or not. Exactly. <laughs> and I'll decode it for you. <laughs> Actually, you have to call in, you ask me, and then I ask Wendell. Just follow the money, people. Yeah. Just follow the money. And Shaka Zoba playing Friday night at Bishop's Lounge, 10 o'clock, downtown Northampton. You we can check wh- them out at shakazoba.com. Okay. S-H-O-K-O-K-A. Close S-H-O-K-A-Z-O-B-A. Shakazoba. S-H-O-K-A. Also, I'd like to get out there. November 3rd, we're playing uh, Club Helsinki in Great Barrington. Oh, I know that place. Nice. Oh, she knows that place. I know it. <laughs> all, my, I know it. all my Finnish friends hang out there. <laughs> <laughs> And there will be a link to the Shakazoba site on our site. So if you have spelling disabilities like I do, <laughs> please go to their site. Um, next up, we're going to play this one of my favorite interviews from the New York's Capital Region Vegetarian Expo. <laughs> it's how Marcy such and such fell in love with me. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was edited. That was edited out. Uh, um, this, is, uh, this is the guy from Jews for Animal Rights. He's, he's a very fun character. Here we go. Mika Publications, you're the Jewish for animal rights. Jews for animal rights, are, that's us. Jews for animal rights. Yeah. How long have you been Jewish? How long have I been Jewish? <laughs> Since my birthday. Oh, that was a trick question. <laughs> trick? I'm still thinking about it. <laughs> have, you, have you met a lot of uh, Jewish vegetarians here today? Many, many. Yeah. There are many Jewish vegetarians. I'll give you an interesting fact. Besides India where the Hindu population is a vegetarian, 50%. The nation with the greatest per capita number of vegetarians is Israel. Wow. That's cool. The great number of vegetarians in Israel. Do you think it's something inherent in the religion, or is it just a... That's what we're saying. Yeah. In fact, I'll speak to you about some of our stuff here. Uh, we have here, what nobody could see, a little pin that says Sa'ar Balei Chaim. It, it's a principle in Judaism that says you shall cause no harm to any living thing. And that's a, the basic principle that we operate out of. Why we're animal rights people and vegetarian people. We try to do no harm to any living thing. That's excellent. What's the other pen? This one says essentially similar things. Judaism and vegetarianism go together naturally. In fact, we tell kosher Jews to be vegetarian is to be kosher. That's right. You don't have to worry. You don't have to worry. You don't need two sets of dishes. Especially if you're vegan. A vegan even more so. Can't mix uh, milk and meat when you're vegan, right? That's right. You have no milk and you have no meat. There's no mixing. That's great. I'm glad to see you guys here. Right. We're happy to be here. Any other uh, words of wisdom for our listeners? Well, tell them to get onto our website, micabooks.com. Micah, you said Mika. M-I-C-A-H-B-O-O-K-S. We have a website with a whole host of displayed philosophy books that people might be interested in. You can also order our books on the website. Excellent. And you have Jewish cookbooks, Haggadah for the Liberated Lamb. How do you say Haggadah? Haggadah. Haggadah. It's a story of the Passover. Okay. Sounds great. Thank you so much. Take it easy. All right. We're here with Dave from... Nature's Technology Research Family. How you doing? I'm doing fine, thanks. So what do you got going on over here? Well, I have an educational device here called an energy bike that um, makes it possible for kids to 
see exactly how much energy it takes to either light an incandescent bulb or a compact fluorescent bulb because the amount of energy required to light those bulbs translates directly into how easy or hard it is to pedal the bicycle. That's pretty cool. So you have, you have some incandescent bulbs, some energy saver bulbs, and what else? What are all these other things on this board over here? Well, not only does it teach kids about energy and about electrical energy, but it also teaches kids about electricity. And so what we have on here is a, a voltmeter and an amp meter so the kids can monitor how many volts they're producing when they pedal it and the amount of amps that they're actually using when they turn on the various bulbs. And they can then calculate the amount of wattage that they're actually producing so they can see how much it would in a sense cost to actually run these things. It also has a display on here that gives kids the opportunity to know the difference between a fuse and a circuit breaker. And we tell them a little bit about what wire gauge is and there's an opportunity for them to actually produce so much energy here that they can heat a wire up red hot and burn the wire into two pieces because they produce oh more energy than what the wire can handle. <laughs> so it helps kids understand a little bit about uh, electrical theory also. What is the difference between a fuse and a circuit breaker? Well, basically a fuse is a device, both devices are designed to what they say protect the wire so the wire won't catch on fire. The difference between a fuse and a circuit breaker is that if you blow a fuse, so to speak, you have to replace the fuse. With a circuit breaker, it has a device so you can just reset the circuit breaker and you don't actually have to replace it. Cool. Um, so you're, you mostly go to schools and teach kids? Well, currently I, I'm actually a full-time school teacher, so I've sort of put doing what I call the Energy Roadshow on the side burner at this particular point. But hopefully in the next year or so, um, we'll get started back up again and yeah, we'll travel into schools and uh, put on programs for kids to help them understand energy and how it's used and produced and uh, how important it is that they can serve it. And the website is need.org? Well, need.org is an organization that provides educational materials for classrooms. Um, they're a national organization, and this board was designed after their curriculum or around their curriculum, so if you get the need uh, energy by curriculum, this board will support the activities. My site is actually uh, uh, NTRFSR, um, and um, at this particular point, it's under development, so uh, there's not a whole <laughs> lot there. But um, anybody that wants to email me for information can email me at uh, ntrfsr at uh, yahoo.com, and uh, I can answer their questions that way. Great. Well, thanks so much. Thank you. I'm here with Friends of Animals, and what's your name? Adida. Adida. New York City Campaign Coordinator. Okay. And what's your group about? Um, well, we're in a vegan animal rights abolition organization, and we fight for free living animals, promote veganism, um, just kind of the real animal rights theology, uh, you know, philosophy of... Theology? Theology. <laughs> <laughs> it is a religion, I knew it. <laughs> yeah, I guess it is, you know, like we have, you know, veganism is direct action, we have like that as a little phrase, because that's what we think, it's like, it's kind of taking back like veganism as the baseline of the animal rights movement and you know not just vegetarianism or welfareism kind of don't think that that's worthy of our work so so you want to go all the way with it <laughs> well you know we just think it's like we need to put the message out there that um, animal rights activism means you know uh, not compromising and just advocating for veganism and respecting animals by, you know, letting them be free. <laughs> so no humane meat for you guys? No, definitely not. We were not supporting that at all because as I, I just think we're seeing that more and more and the whole foods, animal compassion, event, that whole thing is really the wrong way to go, I think. Right. So how's the response been for you here? Pretty good, you know, very, very good. It's, there's a great bunch of groups here and we've got a pretty good response so far. <laughs> cool. So you'll be back next year? I think so, yeah. It's a great event. We didn't really know what to expect because it's the first time we've done it, but it's definitely worth it so far. And the day's not over yet. <laughs> cool. Well, come visit our uh, vegan bus outside when you're leaving. Oh, was that your bus? Oh. Yeah. Cool, yeah. I walked out, I was like, wow, am I dreaming there's a vegan bus here? That's great. We yeah. We're allowed to go on. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> we'll bring a busload of people to accost the vegan bus. We're here with Lee Hall from Friends of Animals, and you're speaking today at the event. What's your talk about? It's about domination 
the end of domination, visualizing the end of domination and why veganism matters to that. Nice. What's the summary of the talk? Well, it's about seeing, perceiving the difference between simply treating animals, other animals of the world well after they've already been subjected to our various modes of use and something totally different which is respecting them and not bringing them into those positions in the first place and once one understands the idea the difference in those ideas the one being the well we've got them commercialized we are using them but we're going to treat them as well as possible in order to mitigate that and the other idea why did we do this in the first place and i'm going to talk about why as a human culture we started doing this in the first place so we can think about how to undo it in our own minds and even activism you know when we talk about say racism or other forms of prejudice you'll hear people say well you never quite get past it because we were brought up in a society that has these prejudices ingrained in us so you're talking about a lifetime of undoing the ideas of hierarchy and of course veganism takes that as basic as you can get it's arguing that there should be no hierarchy any conscious being is included in the moral community so once we know that there's a difference between mitigating the use of them by treating trying to treat them as nicely as possible once they're already under our thumb and respect then how do we convey that idea to the media without them thinking we're cooks yeah it's tough for our listeners might remember you had the capers in the churchyard book yes we have it here and there'll be a book signing at this event you have any new new projects in the works yes we do um i'm working on a new book you're the first to ask me so you're the first to hear it another vegan radio scoop yes you are the first uh and it will be called the right to be let alone an activist's guide to finding animal rights theory that works nice and the right I, to be I, left alone. I would like, this is what it's about, this is the end of domination. And I am so thrilled that the Albany Vegetarian Network and the group of people here in Saratoga Springs, Dave and Jan, have organized this and that they would give us the honor of being a part of their very first expo. I don't know if you saw it, but outside on the marquee, on the hotel, on both sides of it, huge letters, Welcome Vegetarian Expo. This is, even though there's a pharmaceutical convention going on inside this hotel, we have the marquee. Nice, nice. That's true. And the vegan bus is outside. Have you seen it? Fantastic. I'll come and visit. All right. All right. Vegan Pit Bull Rescue. What's up with you guys? Not much. Long day. Woke up early. Drove down here. Got a flat tire. Got here a half an hour early. Set up. Hopefully spread the good word. So, do you just rescue pit bulls that are vegan, or what's up with it? No, I, I do all animals in general. Anything that I can help in any way, I do. I focus on pit bulls because those are the dogs that don't have as many, you know, as much a place to go, and then pretty much level the playing field for them. But any animal I can help, I will help. And pretty much any anything that's done through us is done, ve- you know, from a vegan perspective. And that, that's why we call it a vegan pit bull rescue. Where are you out of? Um, Eastford, Connecticut. But we're pretty much a conduit, and we our, our network branches worldwide. But our, our home base is in Eastford, Connecticut, which is by Yukon. So when you rescue pit bulls, you just try to find them a home somewhere? No, we pretty much try to have them... You know, live with us, train them, train the people who are going to have them, make it a slow process, not just bounce them and roll them over. We want to make it, and then keep in touch and keep keep a big network with where the dogs go out to as well. Where do you get all this crazy merchandise? Do you guys make all this? or um, A lot of it's, you know, people, you know, I do a lot of it, and it's people that want to help being able to put their share into it and coming up with designs and donating designs, and then we have friends that that print the stuff for us and then we have friends that also have their own little companies that do are looking to accomplish the same goals we are maybe a little bit differently but we network with them and they'll sell the stuff wholesale 
and then when we're we're out on the street a lot more than they are, you know, doing boots and stuff. So then any any of the prof, profits that we make from the shirts get donated to the rescue. So that's their way they can help a little bit too. Are these available online or just at your boots? Um, pretty much everything that we sell you can get online as well. Yep, either through us or the people that make them. What's your website? Um, it's myspace.com backslash vegan pitbull rescue. Cool. Yeah, you guys got some of the best uh, shirts I've seen. Uh, I love vegan girls, uh, vegan warrior shirts that I got last year. And uh, <laughs> how do you like this festival? I think I think it's really good. Actually, Boston's my favorite festival, but it's packed. And this 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 is really well organized. There's a lot of space. It's re- it's done really professionally. And we're really enjoying it here so far. Well, thanks so much. I love your uh, booth here. It's it's one of the best. <laughs> It's our pleasure. Thanks for what you guys are doing, spreading the word of veganism. I'm here with Matt Kelly and Howard Lyman. What's going on, guys? We're just here trying to straighten Matt out. You know, he's got this problem about loving animals, not eating anything with a face, liver, or a mother. And, you know, I'm trying to tell him moderation, everything in moderation, Matt. This guy doesn't even know how to spell the word. Moderation? Compared to what uh, what goes on on the planet, I'm uh, I'm retired from that now. So uh, veganism is for me the compassionate way of living, and that's where I am stuck on for the rest of my days. So, what's your latest uh, projects? Latest project? Well, let's see. We're putting on a few ve- uh, vegan and vegetarian events. We're going to have a vegan Thanksgiving in Lenox, Mass. This Thanksgiving, we're going to have a vegan potluck dinner in Petersburg, New York coming up soon how do how do people find out about those on the internet you can be part of the uh, berkshire vegetarian network's email list you can always email me i don't know if people will get this down the word peace at vgernet.net v-g-e-r-net.net and i'll be happy to put you on our schedule peace at vgernet.net what's new mr lyman you got any new books in the works well i don't have anything uh, writing a new book but uh I uh, happened to take my new hometown, which is uh, Ellensburg, Washington, and started a vegetarian society, and we now have 70 members in the town that is the headquarters of the Washington Cattlemen's Association. They just love me there. You know, we're stirring the pot and having a great time. So you got any uh, new new jokes in your repertoire? Uh, I have some wonderful jokes, uh, but uh, I don't know where you're going to play this, and I'm not going to take a chance at telling them. All right. No no good uh, mother-in-law jokes or anything? No, no. How'd your, uh, how'd your lecture go today? I thought it went very well. We, I talked long enough, people got tired and stood up and applauded. I think they were glad it was over. Uh, I think it was great. We had a wonderful event, lots of folks here. Uh, I think the people that put this together need to be given a real kudo. This is a great event. And let's hope it's just the first of many that are going to happen in this area. I think it will be. Matt Kelly, any last words? Yeah, awesome event. I'd like to say what Howard said. A lot of people, I was involved in helping with the folks, but I didn't do, I can't claim too much credit for too much. But I did hear a lot of vendors and people say, well, it's the first one. You know, we don't know. We don't know. We don't, you know, they don't know if they should come. But I can tell you now after seeing it today, the New York Capital District Vegetarian Expo has been launched, and it's two thumbs up. Excellent, excellent. Thank you very much. Now you see there, Megan, even Matt Kelly got it wrong. It's New York Capital Region Vegetarian Expo, not oh, District. God. It's a very hard thing to remember. Uh, even when it's so staring, give me a, give me staring a break. at us on the screen. <laughs> give me a break. Give me a break. I can't read it from here. <laughs> I'm just going to call it the Vegetarian Expo. I know. Yeah, New York. You'll Veg- know what I'm talking about. I think they should call it the New York Veg Expo. If you say New York, everyone thinks New York City, so you have to distinguish yourself somehow. But Yes, well, you know, the ve- it's not the Vegetarian Food Fest, and that's and what... People who live there are probably used to saying Capital Region. But. All right, we're going we're gonna to end the show here. If you guys want to hear some more um, from the Vegetarian Expo, Vegan Radio, we're going to put it at the end of the podcast. We've got a little more shakazoba for you as we go out. I know you're probably thirsting for more. Mm, I'm thirsting for more of this shakazoba. Yeah, Friday night. I'm telling you what, you know, I'm not a big dancer, but as soon as I get around this uh, Afrobeat, after 15 minutes of the same song, I just I just can't stop moving. Yeah, it kind of becomes uh, entrancing. It does. 
So, um, Friday night at Bishop's Lounge, Shakazoba. 10 o'clock. Wednesday, October 31st, Halloween night at Cafe Evolution, 22 Chestnut Street in Florence. The Vegan Bus Halloween fundraiser, Haunted Vegan Bus. Fire dancing. Several haunted individuals will be there. Belly dancing, the Kennedys. um, Hula hooping. Hula hooping. Mm. Fire hooping, maybe. Wow. And, uh... Maybe even vegan candy corn if I can get that recipe raffles. together. Maybe some vegan baked uh, goods by Sweet Mama's Vegan Bakery. And from 7 to 9, you can uh, bring your kids. After 9, it turns into an adult event. <laughs> Is that true? I don't know. I hope that waxing thing was just a joke, man. <laughs> and if you want to uh, pull strips of waxes, wax of <laughs> Kevin's hair off of them. That's going to be the most haunted part of the party. Blood-curdling screams. Or just stand outside the bus and listen to his screams. Ah, oh, man. Oh, man. Man. That hurt, man. Man. Man, that hurt. All right. <laughs> Going to bad places. He says All more right. than man, it's true. All right. All right. We what? love you all. We love you all, and we'll be back next week with a very special show. We have uh, the Vegan Vixens and... Rory Friedman, author of Skinny Bitch. It's going to be a sexually charged vegan radio show. <laughs> it's going to be very controversial. And Megan's going to bring the uh, feminist perspective. That's right. I always the do. The feminist slapdown. That's right. She's going to keep us in our place. That's mm-hmm. right. And I'll bring the machoist perspective. The machoist? That's right. I'll be the neutralizer. That's right. You're the mediator. The mediator. Not a mediator. A mediator. <laughs> Get it right. All right, folks. Go vegan. <laughs> That's our message. Sorry we drag you down with this long show. I know. Our long-winded conversation. Joe Connolly. <laughs> Joe Connolly, what are you doing all the way out here in New York? I came to see you, Derek. Well, you and a hundred other people. Yes. So what's what, what, what were you doing out in California last week? I was, you know, photographer of rich and famous people. And how job. about you? Is that, is that the same, same truth for, for today's show? For today's gig? Uh, today I am um, vegan radio. Okay. And if you go outside, you might see our vegan bus. I there. saw that outside. I'll have to go out and take a picture of it. Well, yeah. you can always send me a picture of it, I'm sure. Yeah. Wow. So it's nice to see that it's up and running again. I know. It's great. How's things, how's things going out here for Veg News? Very well. It's a good show. It's a crowd. Good, nice crowd. First time. Um, and I'm very impressed with the event and the turnout today. Are you visiting people in the area? Yeah. I came out here personal and business and mixing up the two a little bit and you know, it's, uh, it's nice to be back where it all started, really. Yeah, so you started uh, 
probably many people don't know that you Veg News started out as the Syracuse Area Vegetarian Education Society. Society. <laughs> many people don't remember that, but, but actually quite a few here do. So, back to Joe Connolly. <laughs> so, how, how many years is... Uh, I have a face for radio, I'm, I've been told. You have a face for radio? Yeah, you do. <laughs> I won't photograph you. Thank you. How long? What were you asking me now? How long has uh, Veg News been out now? It's been out, um, well, it started, as you said earlier, as a saves paper in 96 and then turned into Veg News in 2000. So depending on who you ask, either 96 or, or 2000. Veg News since, since June, since July 1st, 2000. That's when we debuted. What's your circulation at now? Just uh, up to 60,000 and about a 200,000 readership per issue. Wow, that's great. And uh, what are your plans? What is, what's some future issues you got coming up? Oh, um, you know, hold on one second. Let me get somebody else here who can answer that question for you. <laughs> Christine Petrozo. How long have you been with Veg News? How long have you been with Veg News? I've been with Veg News since January 2007. Yes. Not very long. No. Wow. How do you like it? I love it. I love everyone. Is your boss a jerk or? Um, it'd be a wise ass sometimes, but so can I. Yeah. You keep them in line? <laughs> I keep them in line. <laughs> so, um, what are the what are the upcoming issues of Veg News we should look forward to? Uh, well, we have the holiday issue, November and December. Um, I think it's a, and the Veggie Awards as well. So you can look forward to that. Otherwise, now you have the fall fashion issue. I like the fall fashion issue. A health-related issue of some sort coming up in January, or February. But as you can see, I have no idea. Really, no. I know there's a health, there's a health-related issue, fitness issue for the new year, and then in March, April, we have an issue about um, tentatively. It's about like the last 35 years of vegetarianism and how it's grown. Oh, great! You know, keep your uh, eyes posted for those issues, and subscribe to Veg News, VegNews.com. Thank you very much, Joe Connolly. The legend. You're listening to Vegan Radio, www.veganradio.com. Go vegan, go vegan, go vegan.